podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Is Happening. This is Eric Morris. And I'm here with Georgie Lee. She never pipes up and says, "This is Georgie Lee." I know. I'm like, how? I can't think. I she's cannot say her name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. She I can't. Refuses say to. She must, no, she I think I always think that you're going to see, the, say the like, say our guest first. I get confused. No, I always I'm do now learning. Host. I'm now learning. Well, so yeah, I'm here because now I'm always here. Sorry, Doug. I've replaced you. Doug is not here with us in New York, and we miss him terribly. We were with. Hi, Doug. Look forward to meeting you. We were mm-hmm. we were with a dear friend of his earlier today, Julian Fleischer. But now we're he here. threw a lot of shade at you. Oh, God, it was like yeah, it was basically reading me the entire time. It's like I loved it. The whole thing is about you just mentioning people you know. And I was like, well, that's kind of true. I, he knows a lot of people. <laughs> guest today is David Drumgold, who's been a friend of mine for longer than our producer has been alive. He's he has the sexiest through. voice of life, so you're in for a treat. All right, 96. Our producer is producing something whilst he's naked in the bathroom. I don't know what that is. I met David Drumgold back in the 90s. Um, when we were both children, um, no, we weren't children, but whatever. No, we were. Um, okay, yeah, we, we, were, we were younger, and um, you know, David is a fantastic actor and singer and producer and nightlife denizen and promoter. Um, he's a bon vivant. He entertains. He entertains, and yes, and he runs uh, an event company where he staffs events. Um, and helps you know plan. Hire me as a performer for your events. Lovely, lovely. Um, I sing. I breathe fire. I yeah. do stilts. Oh, yeah. Georgie is yeah. Georgie is quite. I'm a one, uh, I'm a one stop shop. She's a she's a hyphenate. She's a you know what a, a triple threat. She's a quadruple threat. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. dances with snakes. She breathes fire. She sings, dance, acts. Host. But this show is not about me, it's about you. I don't know, I was getting into you. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, Sorry I'm ready, I just got excited. But, and, and David was a, you know, a, was a drag queen. I mean, you never, like, kind of, like, well, you performed in drag. Yes. Uh, and you were in, you played a drag queen in a couple movies. Yes, three Including movies. Stonewall. <coughs> and drugs. The, the, the original Stonewall movie, which is not the one that, what's his name, did Roland Hemmerich. Right, like correct. But if this was another one. Uh, wh- who else was in? Oh, it was what's his name? Um, he was on Scandal. Pierre Baudiez is in it. Yes, uh, Dwayne Boutet, uh, which is a great last name to say. B O U T T E accenting U, who I'm working with actually this coming Saturday, because we're doing a sorry a showing of the Stonewall '95 as a fundraiser for Dixon Place. So that's this Saturday, the 22nd of June. Okay, and were you in, you were also in uh, Tu Wong Fu. I was in Tu Wong Fu. <laughs> um, it's one of those things, it was both of these films, they used my image over and over and over again to sell the movie when I was only in it for one scene. Oh, I love that. Which is great. <laughs> it's, 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 no, you look good. <laughs> and like, no, we want you on the poster. Right? I remember that was, that was one of the first things I learned at college was there's, um, there's no such thing as a small part, only a small actor. So, you know, exactly. like you can steal the show in exactly. one moment, you know. Absolutely. So. Exactly. And uh, David does that. Well, often. it's funny because I was a st- stand-up comic more than anything else. Um, and then my stand-up comedy turned into storytelling, which then led into character building from storytelling to circle back to comedy. So I took a one-man show to the Edinburgh Festival yeah. in 98. And the opening character, because it was the hardest one to put together, was the drag character, but I would never thought of her as a drag character. It was she, she was a woman. <clears throat> it was never anything other than a woman. It was not a drag queen. It was not transgender. One of the woman. characters you were playing right. was a woman. Was a woman. Yeah. Uh, and then that went into uh, an old man who was living with his daughter and son-in-law and their child, and his funny storytelling about them running around Europe together. And after that, a club kid who was like late twenties or whatever, on his last day of therapy, uh, explaining why he was able to pull himself together and get off drugs. Ooh. And then it closed the show. Nice <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. The show, <laughs> show closed with a return to drag 
with Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz uh, as a little black girl from Harlem who finds out that she could have gone home all along (laughs) and realizes basically Glinda just gave her three emotional cripples to trick her to do her dirty work. (laughs) I love it. breakdown of The Wizard of Oz. Basically, and, and that came to me one afternoon and I was like, well, this should be a piece, just like a 12 minute piece of a little girl after Toto jumps out. She goes, you know, can you help me? Would you help me? She's like, well, you had the power to go home all along. It's like, what? (laughs) So, no one told me. Right, you just kept me in and do your dirty work. Okay, I got it now. So, so I guess I'm gathering, because I I mean, I know this. I mean, we were friends at the time you did the show. Right. And um, I had actually moved away from New York. I mean, I I guess like you, you, it's funny. Um, I lived in New York. Um, we, we hung out a lot. I I, I, I come back here a lot. Um, but you see, your your um, your acting takes off when I'm not in town. Right. <laughs> it really does. Like, um, so leave again, please. Why you here? Because like I left, and then you did that show '98, and mm-hmm. then um, and now. You're also you're doing regular kind of like cabaret shows. Or well, um, what happened was uh, all my life I was the kid that would always perform like the whatever sketch piece from the Carol Burnett show or the Cher show or Flip Wilson or what have you <coughs> to the homeroom the next day in school, and <laughs> I became known as this person who could emulate. I wasn't necessarily a person who did impersonations, but I could emulate the tone and the story and actually tell a joke really well so that it was, you know, got to everybody. And oh, through the years, like, you get away from that just because you want to pay rent, and you meet other people, and then somebody says you're right for this, you go in and you don't want to be argumentative. And then I start looking Okay, give me the role then. Okay, fine. <laughs> and then I start looking at it, it's like this, what's happening now in this, in the, on the scene and in media, we've got all these variety shows, but they're all competitions. What happens if I take the competition aspect out of it and just uh, ask everybody from the Lower East Side, from opera, from theater, from hip hop, from whatever, to come and perform in my house? Yeah. Which is the David Drumgold Variety Show once a month uh, at Manhattan Movement and Arts Center. Georgie uh, Leahy is performing at the next one. You certainly will. So you got, you, we, we've got witnesses. I don't know how big your audience is, but we've got witnesses. We're going to shake hands again. <laughs> <laughs> She just booked the gig. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, This is why I do this shit. (laughs) Actually, when we're done with this, I want to talk to you about some... When do you leave? Tomorrow morning. But I'll be back at the end of July. July. Okay, we'll talk, we'll talk. Um, So I started doing that, and what happened was, luckily I have the budget, because I'm investing in myself, to pay everybody to perform. Mostly everybody who does this, people perform for free. And being older and living in New York, you, you know... The drag is a, a time expense to get ready. The so voice to, to is a, people for their right. I want them to be able to be taken care of. Yeah, to be ta- You know, it's only twelve minutes. Everybody gets twelve minutes. So normally that's two songs or a good sketch, and they're paid seventy-five bucks, which is not a lot, but at least it's you know taking care of your car fare and lugging all your crap, you know, to wherever. Sure. Yeah. Paying for your makeup. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and many of the kids. I mean, a lot of the drag performers are going on to something else later, so they just have to get ready a little earlier, so I get them really fresh. Uh, Two opera singers are uh, performing uh, for me in October, and then I met a duet, these girls who do that wonderful piece, and I can't think of the name of it. La, 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 la. Um, The Bolero. No, no, no. Uh, I can't think of it now. Da, 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 da. No, no, I'm doing the... It's used for commercials and female... Cleansing house stuff. Yes. And so luckily, with Manhattan Movement and Arts Center, I got the space and we've done four shows. We're taking this summer off because I was going to do June the 20th. And it's too young an entity to try to compete with all of the stuff that's already been selling itself for like, you know, six months to a year. We're probably, So you know what, take... The whole summer off, incorporate it, make it all work. We know we've got the space, we know we've got the talent, and because we're paying, that voice has bled through talent. This is like any fans, like basically just get their girls, sing your song, get your check, or get your yeah. cash and go. So it's really doing well. Really, really well. Really so good so exciting. I, like, but going back to your, um, when you were performing, and you played that woman in, the, in your show, right. and the Fringe Festival, 
Is that, so when you started doing that, is it because people saw that, that they cast you in, you know, Two oh, Wong no. Fu? that was later. Yeah. Two Wong Fu, I got cast in in 94. And that was only because uh, a friend of mine worked at William Morris. And then it was like in page six quite a few times. And I was a makeup artist when I was going through college. So I was, I know how to well, cover and, stuff. Well, and uh, you were also a model. Modeling yeah, yeah. in Paris. Yeah. I may have found someone that has more slashes than me. Someone that does more than uh, me. He was really quite, uh, quite a successful, successful yeah. fashion yeah. model. More, more, more runway than, oh, than more print. Run, oh, more, runway. more runway than print. He I knows was, how to strut. That's oh, I why, can turn it. That's yeah, why one of yeah. his nights uh, that he promotes is called Strut. Strut! Which for some reason Which is not is happening our, tonight. It's our we fifth anniversary. Bring, we were going to bring Jason Rodriguez. He was we all gonna set to go. We were going to come tonight. And he was like, I'm down to go. Yeah. But nope. Derek, it's not happening. Derek Todd. <laughs> this is not happening. Derek Todd, whose brainchild was Strut, has been working on a lo- another hyphenate. Had designed a crap, you know, uh, what do you call it? Cloth fabric. I have to say fabric. can't say material. Designer. Oh. Um, had needed this week off to get things prepped. But we have our fifth anniversary. No, I, I get it. I mean, it's just a it unfortunate timing. End of July. Yeah. End of July. It's really, really Is it every fun. week? It's usually every Tuesday. Uh, okay, so just I'll count end of July. This particular it's really Tuesday fun. I've, so I've, much fun. I've been there with uh, with David many times. Obviously, but Amanda Lepore goes yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's a, it's a scene. Yeah. And, and it's a place Well, the greatest thing about it, it's a scene music. that is, okay, yes, it is predominantly gay, but unlike much of New York, because we don't, have the large venues anymore, uh, it's become socially separate, separate again. Whereas we kind of bring in the old interview crowd, the old Studio 54 crowd, the young new queens from Brooklyn, the new young arty crowd from the Lower East Side that are it's still a, It's an approval. amazing mix. It's a real and amount I love, of ages and uh, types. And yeah. that's what I, that, that's what I love. Right. Like I love whenever, like I, I have impromptu parties. I Like when I was 19, I had a birthday party and the only female that turned up was my sister. And All it was men. just men. Right. And which I like like now I'm like fucking great. Right. But like at the time, you know, I was in like a female dance troupe. I was at dance college, predominantly women and right. everything. Right. None of them came to celebrate my birthday and I was heartbroken. Right, right, right. So then cool. after that I was 19. like, I'm done. Not ever celebrating my birthday. I'm gonna have fun on my birthday, but I'm not gonna have a thing that I'm gonna invite people to that like will disappoint me. Right. So okay. now I have like spontaneous things and so I'll be like, so this most recent one I was like, come to my house, I'm having a party. And I was like blown away by how many amazing people that came. But what I love about it, you know, it's from all ages. Yes. From every race, yeah. from every like job, everything, yeah. everything like you know, like all worlds of life, yeah. and like everyone's there, and it's like to and and and, and I love it, and and yeah. I and going back to what you had mentioned earlier about competition shows, we've been talking about this quite a bit in the last Georgie's few podcasts, because I you yeah. know I grew up in a world of competition, you know, a dancer, right. a dancer, performer, actor, everything, a dancer, dancer. you know, I'm constantly, I was constantly auditioning, competing, mm-hmm. oh or I'm judged. not good enough, mm-hmm. judged, compared, whatever, mm-hmm. and it was just, and um, and I'm grateful for it because it's made me become like this other human that's like, no, I'm, no one can compare themselves to me, I'm right. going to do me and then the right roles will come to me, right. I'm not going to mold into what you want me right, to be. Right, exactly. So I'm grateful for it. To be a cookie it. cutter beige. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. would never be that and I can't do it, and I tried for a little bit, it didn't work. So, so this whole, oh, we're hearing the ice, another drink is being made. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not hiding it. Is, and, and I was, I was, and I was, fingertips, no less. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's the liquor of cure. Uh, I'm sorry. Just I, lick it off. It's no. all gone. I always use my fingers, don't worry. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so no, I was talking about it oh, with um, Jason Rodriguez in the last uh, podcast right. about Pose, that like not only, you know, the AIDS crisis and everything breaks my heart, right. and but the... Um, I was confused by the, like, the ball is all about, like, anyone that felt like they're not welcome somewhere found a place. Right. Where they could showcase and perform. But then, if they weren't right for that category, category, Mm -hmm. they were, like, brutalized and, like, really. And and it broke, like, I 
like it, you know it hits a nerve when it's something you've been through and mm-hmm. stuff so really and um and and jason like, helped me understand that like it was the tough love thing but you know you have to be strong enough to handle that so tough love time to you get it right so you you come back and you're like i'll show you or right, i'll find right. my right category i'll <clears> find my place I'll find, it, and, it's, and it's beautiful but that whole competitive aspect is interesting to me because i i like to think there's space for all of us Right. And we should all be able to express say, ourselves yeah. and do do what we love and do what we want to do and find our place in right. performance or society. And people yeah. become like like us, become all these slashes because we're like, I'm not going to become part of the mold. Right. I'm not going to... Everyone's yeah. like, no, you have to just be a straight actor. And I go, no, but I love singing. I love dancing. I want to make my own well, thing. I love being an antenna. I, I, I don't want to choose what I'm, I'm going to well, do. What why I love. do I have to be one thing because you don't know how to sell me as another? These I know how to sell me. No, you do. Exactly. But no, but I mean, like, that's that's what we end up doing. We're right. like, you can't sell that's me. I'll right. sell me. Yeah. And that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. You do it yourself. Well, I, and I got tired of the corporations. Even when they sign an artist as a pop artist, it isn't until they've done their third or fourth project in their identity that they can then express themselves creatively in another point. The whole yeah. thing, most artists, most people want to experience a lot of different things. Most artists want to, they get pigeonholed, you have to be a rock, you have to be a folk, you have to be this. Why? Why? I mean, even Janet Jackson, when she did Black Cat, she got so much flack from the quote unquote rock community and the black R&B community is like, why? My whole life has been in the music business. I didn't only socialize with whoever, that's a, a R&B, right. soul, funk, whatever. I can't fit into I, your type. Yeah, I also met you know some of the greatest guitarists that ever lived in rock. Why can't I be why inspired by everyone? And not only inspired, work with them on a project. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that was the other thing. My show, I have <clears throat> made, I can't remember the Harold Ramis quote now, quote now uh, but it's always projected on the back of my stage about instead of being each other's competition look at what each other does and work with each other yeah and, and create a whole new language yeah. you know and make it wonderful and, and inspire somebody else not to be frightened in the room i mean well, well, i hate to okay name drop boom comes down <laughs> oh did you um, hear that well, everyone <laughs> Fleischer, Julian Fleischer says that that's all I do. That's the thing. That's what yeah. it is. It's basically right. an opportunity for me. But you meet people, Thanks, and, you, you, and people who, if you're coming to someone, no matter how famous or wealthy they are, if you're coming to them as a true entity to yourself first, yeah. they know that you're there to talk about the work, the craft, the music, whatever you want to talk about. Rather yeah, for the than, right reasons, oh my God, yeah. it's you! Touch me, make me gold! You know, and it's like, well, I don't have anything to say to you because you think I have answers that I know that I don't, as opposed to your talent. When you walk yeah. in the room with your talent, you'll be respected. And I remember J-Lo, she did, I think she it was, she got a Grammy, or there was a, like some big award that she got, she did this amazing speech, that it was like, oh, like, because she was like, oh, when, like really, really she said, and then she said, some, I can't remember who it was that she said, so don't quote me on any of this, but she basically said, like I was always told that I had to choose. Right. Dance, acting, singing, I had to choose. And I was like, why can't I just do it all? She's managed to do it all, and that's what I've always been like. And like, instead of me choosing, life's always chosen. Okay, right now. Right. Right now I'm being the funny, just myself. That's yeah. mostly what I'm doing. And then every right. now and then I get a demon role because of these nails <laughs> and whatever. And I get, but life chooses that, or like when singing was predominantly my thing, or that. Like, life just chooses for me, so I get to, um, I get to just, so I, I let the universe choose for me. But I, there is no way that I'm giving up any of it, the things that I love. I, I mean, love this is the coolest thing. Another great person, you may not know this name, but this is a major name drop in the United States. I mean, sorry, here in New York, is Marty Thomas, one of the most amazing, heartfelt, sweetheart gentlemen that you could ever meet, with an incredible like four or five octave range voice. Mm. Um, no one knew what to do with him outside of featured ensemble. I mean, he had a few lead things like pageant and what have you, and he was in. <clears throat> wicked for quite a long time, but he's been around, and his biggest claim to fame was beating Britney Spears in Star Search. Ah, well, Britney mm-hmm. is my 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 love. So <laughs> I, I, so I have I have seen right. I've seen Marty this Thomas, person. Yeah, sweetheart, Kate, 
Without one hesitation, I'll come and perform. Came and performed two numbers, was an absolute doll. Came and met all the younger people as well as the older people, was lovely to everyone. And he went, took himself back to school two years ago. So when he's not in a show, he's designing, designing, not just styling, designing and creating hair uh, designs for Broadway shows because he knows that crew and he knows those people and he knew all the behind the scenes people. So when he's not doing it, he's still called in to help with behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, why? Why limit yourself to one thing or the you other? Don't, yeah, you and don't that was to. the biggest challenge he said he'd ever had in his life. Is driving a car, no big deal, everybody's doing it. <clears throat> Singing, that came natural to him, of second nature. To actually have to study and understand the follicle gets into biology, right? So you're like, he's like, oh Lord. <laughs> I'm having to really focus and think about something instead of it coming easy to me. Because it was the hardest 18 months to three years of his life, but he's got it and it's something else no one can take away from him. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Don't limit yourself. Your life will be boring. Yeah, you I keep know. Living. Uh-huh. That's yeah, and that's I the seem thing. To keep living. Good lord. Yeah, Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that. And I always, I'm a very joy-based human. I don't believe you. She's miserable. <laughs> so really miserable. She, she greeted with me with her arms wide open, <laughs> boobs on my shoulders. She spread I was like, joy. what a sad, sad woman. <laughs> you know, like, didn't even introduce herself. Just gave herself to me. We met, and I won't go into great detail about it, but we met when she jumped onto a couch that I was on, I thinking that. it was someone else, and I was also there, and um, we, you know, we met as she was on top of me, and I was like, oh, hello, and then, then later... <laughs> then I, we shared an Uber. Then I Ubered her away, because Completely she, different direction yeah, to where I was going. I was, I, yeah, I had an Uber coming, and, and she's like, well, I'm going here. I was like... Well, that's not where I'm going, but let's change it. What's, what's your address? I took her in the totally opposite direction, and right. then we talked about podcasting, and here we are. But with, oh, yeah, and when, but when I do, you know, I do have everyone's, we're only human. Uh, I, I struggle to believe that I'm human or even <laughs> allow myself to be human a lot of the time. Like, right. You know, a, f- a friend of mine once said to me, and it like really hit hard, it's the most simple thing, but it's okay to not be okay. Right. So, right. so yes. I have those moments oh, when that, that happens. True. And then I have to talk to myself, you know, voices in my head and go, Georgie, who's been through the things that you've been through? Georgie, who's had these experiences? Whatever happens, like, you're living, that's why I have no fear of death or anything. I don't have to worry because I've had a fucking great time. None either. I've done everything I love. I thought it's the exact same thing on planes when, like, like, the plane seems like it's about to go Yeah, I'm like, okay. And I literally, I look at it, I was like, you know what? And what are you going to do? Okay. Okay. Yeah, people are like crying and just screaming, and I'm just like, no. I, I just like feel gratitude. And just, it's, like, been been great, it's been great, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just sat up, take all my clothes off. Well, you know what? It's kind of a morbid topic, but I find so many people try to live so right yeah. that they feel cheated by mm. things like this. And I'm like, I came for a good time. That's long yeah. I, you know what? Exactly, baby. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, I don't want to die right no, now. No. But if it happened, I wouldn't have any great sense of regret at all. No, you know? it's only when you when you are living for the wrong reasons or yeah, doing yeah. Like stuff yeah. in there. Yeah. So I'm I'm constantly bucking uh, deadlines, paperwork, and that kind of stuff. Like. This isn't answering anything to me. I know, it's You're, so it's annoying. answering something to you so yeah. that you know what I'm doing. And I'm just, I, I have a real, I, that's, I have the same problem with cell phones though. I, since 2000, I'm on my 42nd telephone. I hate being that accessible. Not like in a star, I'm a star. So just like, if I don't run into you or we genuinely have something to say by email or a telephone call, yeah. this texting for, you know, what's the answer to number five on the... But I was able to get you to puzzle here. We figured that out by text. But we've been playing that out for a while. <laughs> we have. And, and it's something I wanted to do. No, and This I mean, isn't like paperwork have... at all. No, I know. They paperwork. can make paperwork like fucking <laughs> pink lemonade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd be current with my taxes. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, ahead. Oh, I have taxes. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I know. You don't go incriminate yourself. No, you're, no, you're, you're reminding me. I, I think I have an LLC tax payment to make. No, paperwork. Paperwork yet, does kill me. I'm like, but I'm one of those people that like, if there's anything over my head that I have to do, I have to do it straight away because I need to. I fucking hate that shit. You I need to, to get it done and, and free my head. brain. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you can't do it because oh, they're, they're, they're only open from eight till four p.m. Yeah. and they're in China or do something. You know what, and I can't like, get hold so of them. Talk about serendipity, like just everything that happened today. Like we, we've had beautiful experiences here in New York 
we've we've met like I'm overwhelmed with we've gratitude. We've really met right now. like incredible people and and Brandon who is here and clothed unfortunately. But oh, and leaving. Leaving. Well, not starting. You know, that's hurting me. Seven. Okay, baby. Uh, but yes, yes, yes. Oh. oh, and Andy Boos has just texted me. How oh, he's so sexy. <laughs> Hope you're listening. You're very sexy. <laughs> yeah, but listen to the David Drumgold episode. You get a you get a shout out. Uh, but oh, well, Brendan, if if we don't see you, oh, I'll be. I'm leaving my stuff here. So ever I will again. Be back. Have fun at Beetlejuice. <laughs> I will have fun at the front roll of Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you all later tonight to pick up my computer. But honestly, thank you me? so much Did for I have a bag today. On me with yourself, I don't know. I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't clock it. But if you did, it would be in here. Yeah, right. We're searching for a bag. Well, we, the, 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 this is fascinating for our listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry, go right ahead. Like, kind of like, no, 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 having said I lose stuff all the time, I suddenly thought, where's my bag? Yeah. I actually uh, do you want I was to, distracted by something, you, but I was trying to say something about you. Do you, you want to, but do you, do you, is it going to bother you? No, uh, we can do it when it's over. No, it's got to be here because I used, I took your number in my phone. Oh, so oh yeah, so I'll Please. find it while you guys talk. Don't even worry. I know it's definitely here now. You guys speak. This is not Georgie and Friends, this is <laughs> oh, but but uh, truly, truly, um, David. David is, is, is one of my favorite people <laughs> that I've met in life. I I really really love and adore David. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, I do. I Thank you. Um, you, I have to say, you in periods where I was being, uh, what's the word, responsible, mm. and making sure that I did things to keep a roof over my head as opposed to pursuing my craft. You were very, very inspiring to remind me that I was talented. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, good because I've connected with you over your talent. Ta-da! Um, <laughs> I found the bag, everyone. Listeners, we needn't worry anymore. Yeah, if you've been uh, tracking the, the various uh, dramas going yes. on, you've been here, somehow like, watching. It only dawned on me. Will Brendan meet? Will Brendan meet his uh, his 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 paramour? Uh, um, it's, it's not a Don't worry, Michael Verratti. There's no Paramore. Mm-hmm. We're all. Bit, this is all very above board. Did he leave? <laughs> he did. Did he actually leave already? You know, he's going. He's gone to see Beetlejuice. Right. Um, what time is it? Mm, it? Well, he's going quite early because uh, it's five thirty-seven. Okay, fine. He yeah, must be yeah. walking now. No, I, I, he's walking I said there. Because he said he was. It someone. was at seven or at six thirty. It's a seven thirty. It's seven curtain. Right. Mine's a seven too. Only because and I have a seven. PM dinner meeting. Right. Uh, for my. Uh, I have a seven film. a six thirty viewing of a film that I did a scene in last oh. year. Oh, okay. I so would have gone to that. What is I know. It? What is I know. Okay. I wish I was going right. It's called Nick and Nikki, which is a modern day gay love story set like the old Thin Man Nick and Nora Charles with the dog mm. Asta. So it's a whodunit caper. It's very high end money fashion and glorious rooms. Super tongue-in-cheek, farce kind of comedy. Uh, a real compliment to the old, old, uh, old Hollywood comedy. Uh, old Hollywood comedies. Screened? Yeah, we're showing it tonight. Where? Just down here on Forty Second Street. I would go. Yeah, I can't know. Break. I can't wait to see it because I got the script the night before, so I didn't know the lyrics. Sorry, words. Sorry, I've been learning a lot of songs. Too. <laughs> I, did, I didn't I know didn't, the words. You know the script. You know, lyrics. I'm melody to the lights, you darling. It's all the same thing. It's all sides. It's all words. So it was. It was one of the most ridiculous shoots because I was forgetting the order of lines. I had memorized them enough to know what the what the thing was. But the main thing was, as an actor, which really made me celebrate myself, was I knew what they wanted. They wanted a graduation of being pissy and dismissive uh, to being, oh my God, phoning all over them. So they got, that the arc I had right and they were able to edit it and the editor, the writer, and the director says, yours is one of the best scenes in the movie because it evolves. And I was like, well that's a compliment. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Fantastic. As you haven't seen it yet? No, 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 no. Oh, that's even more yeah. exciting. And so you know, you know Gerald Yes, uh-huh. So he invited me to this actually fabulous, I wish I could go, maybe I'll try to go out for dinner. There's like David Mixner and people All right, uh-huh. are doing some sort of like celebrate pride and gays and film right. and things tonight Where? on Central Park West, I'll, I'll tell you, okay. 7 to 9.30 p.m. Okay. Um, 
please go, because I, I don't will. think I can go. I will. Geralt is lovely. I, I produced, I was an associate producer on uh, Sebastian Lacoste's Hustling series, and he played, exactly. the, he played the cooking star who Geralt is someone I've known for years and now lives here, and we have, uh, well, he's actually quite good friends with Doug Buton, who isn't being replaced, but I still, <laughs> still exists, still exists. We can coexist, Doug, I love yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, like, if Doug were here, he'd be here right. with all of us, with Georgie. Hopefully Doug will appear on Georgie and Friends. Yes. Because, because he's because become... Because Doug, you are my friend. Yes, you become genuine friends with Doug Buton. But that's how it I was Geralt, and he invited me to this thing, which is exactly the time that I have this business dinner, right. for the, having to do with creating Woodstock, coming to theaters near you in August. Please go. Or maybe Netflix of things. Subscribe, link, whatever, I don't know. Something that gives me revenue. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, because today we were talking, I'm, I'm getting my real estate license, so I was in school today oh, yeah, for real really? estate. Yeah. You said classes. Oh, another slash. Yeah, uh, real estate. You should. Uh, but the craziest thing is we were talking you today about... You my father's house is Scarlett Johansson, baby. Ta-da. But uh, next time, next time. But we were talking today about the people who gave the lease to the people for Woodstock. And they said it was only going to be like forty-five to 50,000 people. <laughs> I know. No, I know. I remember watching about that. That's what's so amazing. My uncle did that. What's your uncle's name? John Morris. Okay, but there was He's another man named... Ta- well, Michael Lang. Ivan something. No, it's my, Michael Lang. It's in my textbook. Michael Lang had the idea for Woodstock and, and for Joel Rosenman, who I am right. having dinner with tonight. Right. He and John Roberts paid for everything. Right. And they found my uncle John Morris, who was He's looking in his textbook. I'll be like uh, the subtext of this. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think. What John, my uncle, was running the Fillmore East. He opened it for Bill Graham. He was right. booking the all the bands, and you know he was booking Janis Joplin, he, you know right. Jimi Hendrix, all these people. I wish knew. I was there. And well, this yes, is 1969. We it was now. long before. I was actually. Um, I want a time machine. I, I was in utero. My my mother was pregnant with me during Woodstock. That explains. Am I so? Okay. Am I? Am I? Am I? First, my first TV gig in Los Angeles was a show called Treasure King, and the Treasure King helped build the stages at Woodstock and has oh, many amazing stories Lovely. about it. So I so love it. So John booked all the bands, and he brought his production team from. The Fillmore East, right. and you know there there are people in you know involved with Woodstock who have not been entirely generous with credit and things like that. Right. But the film that I'm putting out in August, called Creating Woodstock, Again? really yes. does, uh, you know, tell a story of Woodstock, and also PBS's film Woodstock tells the story. You can see what John did. Lovely, lovely. Doesn't matter. Gorgeous. But, um, uh, yeah. Oh, why did I mention that? Well, I was plugging myself. I'm no, no. Sure we, we, we. How did we get to that? We Julian, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we talked. You mentioned Woodstock, I think. I don't know why. Oh yes, because I, it was. We love no, tangents. It was something before well, that, that because because I started talking about the leasing. Oh, oh. Because of school. Yeah. So you're talking about um, real estate. Right. And you mentioned Woodstock and right. someone named Ivan who I don't know who that is. I'm gonna tell you what it is. It's okay. Paige. All right. I don't have a reading glasses on. But anyway, instead of dead air, I can look that up. Um, so basically, my life is now. I am <laughs> actor, singer, writer, stand-up comedian, real estate license, event planner, event planner, uh, waiter, staffer. God, what else? Bumpy The sexiest voice. Bumpy <laughs> bump. The sexiest Bumpy voice Bumpy in show business. Oh, wait, a, per- a Perrier Award nominee. From <laughs> 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 the Edinburgh Festival. Forgot about that one. That was yeah. like 1997, 1998. Yeah, well. Just, just, that was right when, right when our producer was born. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You guys can't see my dress on, on, on the podcast, but this dress I got, I think, when I was like 17. So this dress is 14 years old. You look <laughs> fucking fantastic. I'm wearing this for Mel Brooks. <laughs> got my tits out for Mel Brooks. <laughs> Wait, actually, you know what? I think the little promo for this episode will be a picture of David and Georgie in this dress. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't like to be photographed, and I now Why? have... Why? Well, you I, look great. I have to you do this. 
wait too. You look incredible. No, I was there in January, Shigga. No, you're right. I have I have lost weight, but literally yesterday, Brandon, who we love, took the worst picture of me I've ever seen, and it's been posted. I'm sorry, I posted it. But I, you know, I'm sitting with these gay filmmakers, and I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. But, you know, I wasn't wearing any makeup in the picture. I don't look great either. No, but I mean, I look like I'm like 1,000 pounds, and I'm, I, I look like the dead Orson Welles or something like that. Like, like what? What? Why? Well, at least you're very talented. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not talented. I got, you know, I, dead Orson. <laughs> Dug up from the grave. Orson Welles now. You're just old enough to remember his old uh, "We'll Sell No Wine Before It's Time" commercials. Of course, so I remember. All that. I see my dad like, was, was selling wines at the time. My dad, my dad, uh, you know, we were, he was he introduced uh, Berkeley Co to the American market, but he also was doing Bola wines with Franco Bola. Okay. And uh, so we went to Italy uh, while he was doing that stuff, and oh my God, we were at this town. Oh, here it is. Where, where, where Franco Bola made his wine, and it was like being with the Godfather. It's like they own this town. So, we, like, Franco took us to this restaurant, and he had a plan for us to have dinner in this room. And when we got there, we were walking through the town, and people were just like, Franco, Franco. They're just like <laughs> screaming at us. And then we got there, and uh, there are people in the room that he wanted to just have for our lunch. Right. Um, <laughs> They were immediately <laughs> thrown out, <laughs> thrown out of the restaurant. You know, just like because you see, like what what real like, yeah, know, what real juice is. Because yeah. he fucking owned this town. Everyone there worked for him. Right. So like he was like, oh, no, 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 you know, and it just all of a sudden it's like people that were in the room that we were supposed to have this lunch in were literally thrown into the street. <laughs> you know, just like oh, did they get something to eat at least? I don't know or care. To go Honestly, to go I, packets. I really How old were you? I was young. Well, oh, okay. um, I, I, well, you, you just felt fabulous. The I humanity like, hadn't kicked in yet. But like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they may be hungry. Still hasn't. That, <laughs> that, that humanity still hasn't kicked in. I don't care. I get embarrassed <laughs> by things like that because so often, whatever I am, to people they see you like, oh hey, come on down. It's like, can I be like fourth in line? I don't. I don't feel. I will. I will never feel. I mean, you know that that's line. not true. I, I actually am a very caring. You are. No, I remember having that once though, and it wasn't even like it was at the, the um, Melrose Umbrella uh. comedy, and I like got out of the Uber and I didn't realize there was like a line full of people. Right. So I just like ran straight to the front, and I was like, "Hey, hey!" Doing, like, like, giving my ID with right. my. I was like, I was with my dad and my friend. Right, right, right. And um, and he was like, "No, you have to go in line." So I waited in line. Usually I wouldn't, but I was with my dad. I, I, I don't, don't do that. So, I, so just, then, well, I walk right in. So no, so then, but I when really we finally got to the front of the line, he was like, you're so lovely. Like, I, I would have let you in, but you did it so, like, extravagantly, like, obvious <laughs> that I didn't want to piss off this right, line full right, of people. Right, right. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I genuinely didn't see the line full of people because I've never been here when there's a line outside. Right, right. So I was just walking straight in right, thinking yeah, it right. was, you know, and I was like, and he was like, so that's just a note for you. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't need the note because it was just my, my your yeah, ignorance yeah, that I, sure. I was like, oh, hello, I'm coming in, you know. So, and I, I'm the same. I, I don't like, I like, I'll suddenly, like, talk to someone and be like, and they'll, they'll like sneak me in or whatever. Right, right. But I, I don't like being that person that's it's like, It's the same eh. thing even with running nightclubs. It's, if I go to a friend of mine's club and party and, I'm, and they say I'm on their list, that's nice. But I go places to support friends, whether they're performing, whether they're, what they're doing. Yes. And if you get a drink ticket, that's fine. But I don't walk in the door like, I showed up. Where's my drink ticket? Yeah. Because, so, especially in New York, everything's a business. 
And if you don't pay your rent, you won't be there. No, I no no. I definitely want to support things. I don't like to wait in lines. So if, if people put me on a list, <laughs> but I don't really like to wait in lines. Uh, no, it, I don't. No, I, but he did. He did. I, people put me on a list, and I get it free. It's fine. But and then I'll spend with abandon. Right. And he, right. He just, oh, I know that. I know that. We'll be, <laughs> he just spent. I've been with you with both of our credit cards. And we're like, Eric, oh, like, like what? Eric, Eric just spent. How many spend, thousand? And I, I had no, I had no idea that this happened because. <laughs> Might have been at my blackout drunk point with Brendan. But um, I had no idea that Eric spent like £880 to get us into well, Broadway. <laughs> Uh, no, yes. pounds, sorry, dollars, dollars. It's yeah. even more, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. You got a bargain, though. They offered me 1395 for one ticket. It's a fucking great car. It was, it was one, it was an incredible show. And I got the most amazing night. Cause, like, it is an incredible being, show. Being a performer, seeing anyone, like, anyone gifted on stage, like, I would rather do that than dance in the fanciest club of life. I want right. to see yeah. skill and beauty of... Yeah. Uh, performance and everything so I had like the most magical night seeing Jinx Monsoon and everyone no. and then seeing Broadway Band. so it was, it was amazing so but I missed Billy Porter was there oh my god I, I couldn't get over it we, we, he's exceptional we freaked because I'm like I'm obsessed with Pose and, and I'm obsessed wish, with him I, mean, I wish that Brendan had been fully in in uh, in control of his faculties because he barely remembers the experience I know. <laughs> but we did, I did create a you very special night. You have to be careful when you have night. under 25s, you have to kind of be the parent. He's yeah, 22. you do. Because they try to keep up with you with all that zest and zeal. I know, no, I, I know. know. I, I mean, I don't, I'm a practice partier. I've done I am shocked that Eric remembers world. anything, though, because he didn't look <laughs> like he was going to remember anything. I, I got <laughs> us there, I paid for it, and I got us home. So I'm gonna I definitely it was great. It, it, it was a magical, magical <laughs> night. The worst hangover of my life, but it was a magical night. Speaking of a a seasoned pro, one of the funniest things that somehow I'm going to work into a film because it needs to be seen, uh -huh. a girlfriend of mine passed out, <laughs> and she must have passed out sitting on the corner of the bed. So when I came to the room, I was terrified and thought she was dead. Oh, no. <laughs> but wait, no. So imagine you're... I wish is, we had cameras. Wait, imagine this is your view. So this is what you see. Wait, wait, I need to film it. Right? This is what you see, so you're like, what the hell is going on? As I walk around the corner... <laughs> okay, so you got this down here? Wait. So as I walk around the corner, she's completely out cold. Put her elbows up! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the drink is not Don't cold. drop that drink, bitch! Don't drop uh. that drink! Uh, she, <laughs> is she's a Professional. She's a true That's champ. a true right. professional. A rigor mortis is you know, it's like champ. a 90 degree angle. The elbow is up and the cup has not spilled a drop. I could barely help her. I was laughing so hard. Georgie and I are about to go to the Nantucket Film Festival, and a mutual friend of ours, Kurt Miller, is coming. That'll be fun. Um, it'll be really fun. So He's cooking for me. Yes, he's, he's a chef. chef. He's a he's really an lovely cook. chef. And he's so, an amazing, amazing cook. So, so what happened, that one of the, I think the, it wasn't the first time that I've been with Kurt, but I brought my friend Rebecca Boyd. No one knows any of these people. Who cares? But... Rebecca came to the festival and we were picking her up for the opening night party and we were shopping beforehand and we were shopping for food and things, what are we going to make and things. And we were also going to a liquor store and uh, Kurt said, um, does Rebecca drink? And I said, ha! Uh, she's a champ. <laughs> and so, and, and the thing is like, Rebecca is not a crazy drinker. Like I, I drink way more than she, and maybe Kurt does too. But maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe. But um, I mean, so. But Kurt mentioned that to her. Like we get there, and you know she's come off a plane, and it's like you know she's traveled, and it, it's not easy to get to this island. You'll see tomorrow. <laughs> it's a little bit of so a, excited. <laughs> I mean, it's well, great. You, you take a plane and you yeah, take. Yeah, we're, we're flying JetBlue. We're flying JetBlue. Yeah. But, but she might have. Gotta watch some burden shows. She might have taken a. I don't even know how she got there, but she she might have taken a bus or ferry. I don't know. It was, it was complicated. Right. She was like, I've just got. <laughs> it was complicated. It was like ah. So he sees her for the first time, and she's like, I need a drink, and 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 he said, Oh, I hear you're a champ, <laughs> and uh, then she proceeded to twirl him around the dance floor on you know she like literally because she is a champ. Like she, she really, literally, sw later that night, swung him around the dance floor. 
Um, it was fun. We're she about is to a Trump. We're about to have this same experience. Here, is she there, or are you? You become her this trip. Well, uh, she's not coming this trip. No, I'm saying. Am she I her replacement? Her. Yeah. her replacement. Yes. Yeah. She oh. knows that actually. She knows that. She's resentful. Yeah. She's resentful. <laughs> I've, I've heard that she's like the hottest woman of life. So I'm. I, I, I'm forever gonna live Diddy's in her yacht. shadow. She's. She got it. Uh, she got us onto Diddy's yacht. I won't let get her onto Diddy's yacht, but I'll get us onto Ben Stiller's. <laughs> Ben Stiller. Um, story there. Ben Stiller had there a little flirtation with her last year. I, he's, um, he's single now. He's recently divorced. You never know. I mean, I'm available, Ben Stiller. <laughs> ben Just Stiller let me know. He's adorable. He's a lovely guy, and actually, Zoolander is like my favorite movie. My sister and my favorite movie. We would sit at home, and so my sister had a habit. So, like, my sister was a bit of a bully. Let's be honest. She knows this. She was very mean to me my whole life. She would do things. She would do things like, like teach me the wrong words of things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just so I would sound stupid. Right, so she, of course. So she told me that, like I said, I was like, are you being sarcastic? She was like, Georgie, it's sarcasmic, like sarcasm. <laughs> she so said I changed that. like sarcasm. And you were saying sarcasmic. And I kept saying like, sarcasm. What are you saying? Sort and then words. like, and then um, she told <laughs> oh me that compulsory meant that you didn't have to do it. So I was at school and they were like, oh, this is compulsory. And I was like, yes. And yes, I was like, what? Was you know. So you did that of my whole Bitch. life. And, um, and I remember. She's still alive. Yeah, she, she sit around. <laughs> sit around. What's her name? We, we get on much better now. What's her name? She has too many names. I don't she know ne- which one to say. She doesn't visit you. She does. No, she has, she has a few times. Well, but, yeah, um, not since I've known you. But she, um, she, so we would do this thing where we would, <laughs> we would make. We we would like watch Zoolander or all our favourite movies. Right. Um, like the TV's there and we'd like build and I called it a font instead of a fort. Uh, and she didn't correct me. Uh, so we call it a font. <laughs> so we would make our font and we'd watch Zoolander. Like Zoolander is our favourite movie. It's fun. So even if I don't get to have sex with Ben Stiller, if I just get to meet him you I will die. Well you haven't met him yet. Okay. No. I I well no, no, the, no, the, the point of it the point of it is that um, uh, ben Stiller and really actually Jerry Stiller and Anne Mira were among the founders, founding supporters of the Nantucket Film Festival because Jerry and Anne have a house, but Jer- uh, Anne is, is no longer with us, but they have a house in Nantucket yeah, and they you. were very involved in film and a host from, the beginning, from the beginning and <coughs> I had such a beautiful experience with Jerry Stiller one year. Um, I made him cry. I didn't mean to, but we were talking in this tent, and it was a beautiful event, you know. And he, and he was just like, you know what? Well, because my friends from college, uh, uh, Josh Goldsmith and Kathy Espa, I'm needlessly dropping the the, the showrunners. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, now I see these nails. She's like, whoa, that's some sh- drink, sister. The showrunners <laughs> of uh, King of Queens, his show. Right. Uh-huh. So they're really good friends of mine. So I. I kind of introduced myself to him. We'd met before, and, and I'd, I'd hung out with with Anne. You're Mira. welcome. Anne Mira was like the funniest, loveliest, and creature. so wonderful. Just oh, so wonderful. So wonderful. We uh, spent a lot of time together at the Nantucket Film Festival. At this one event, I don't think she was there, but um, Jerry was there. We were talking, and you know, he, he, he said to me, "He's like, you know, you look like." look like you belong here at the in Nantucket. And I was like, well, you know, I, I've been coming here since the 70s. My you know, my family's had a house here for a long time. He's like, he's like, I come to the Bronx. I was like, you know, I, I, I went to college. I'm sorry, I went to high school in, in Riverdale in the Bronx. He's like, well, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, right. He's like, so you know what a tree looks no, like. No, he's, like my, my, he's like, my father drove a bus in the Bronx. He, he drove whatever the, 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 whatever the route was. Right. The, this route in the Bronx. He's like, and now I'm here. It's like, I made something of myself. I'm here. And, you know, and he just, and he was like starting to weep. And I was just like, yeah. oh my God, like, I, I'm making Jerry Stiller cry. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to, like, is it, but it was just, it was such a beautiful, lovely He's moment. He's an incredible present. I made, I made Ellen Page cry. <laughs> oh. 
I made Ellen Page cry with. Because he said, why are, you trying, my, "Why are you trying to seem like a straight person?" No, it's nothing to do with her sexuality you or anything. Baby. Everyone knows. It was that. nothing to do with that. But okay. she, she met Slinky <laughs> Sebastian, my my the love of my life, oh, my you're snake. Oh, your snake. Mm. And um and I. Slinky Sebastian. Slinky Sebastian. Oh, Slinky. I heard Sneaky. I'm oh, like, no, but that's a great name for a snake. Sneaky is good too. Sneaky, yeah. But Slinky Sebastian. And uh, yeah, I just performed, and it was like after the Inception premiere, and um, I performed, and then she like came up to me and she was like, "Can I really meet Slinky?" And Aww. I was like, "Yeah." And so oh, I placed, sweet. I placed Slinky, and I will show you pictures afterwards. I placed Slinky on on her hand, and she wept, Aww. and that's how I. Like felt every time thinking you would sleep on my face or was anywhere near me, oh, and she just wept. Well, that got to like fourteen feet. And the circumference. Um, like I, I can ten. show you. But but yeah, like, uh, easily a foot. Slinky, ten like she raised Slinky right. from a baby. Yeah, yeah. The love of my life. The love of my life. But no, Ellen Page you? like really, really, really like sobbed. Was just like. I've never seen something so beautiful, and, and it's true. Like Cindy was never been together, more beautiful. All over yeah. The place, they were on yeah. Things, no, I didn't. I didn't mean to make a tangent, but I like that. That's the only time that I've made a celebrity cry <laughs> that I know of. I love that. I love that. Yeah. No. I mean, I. It was. It was a really beautiful experience with Jerry, but I, I was. I was just like trying to figure out like, how do I stop? All I think of Jerry. I'm sorry, it's just it's Jerry. Like, it's Jerry talking Jerry. about his prostate. But I actually, I, t I last year I told this story to Ben and he really enjoyed it. I can't wait to about, um, about his father. father yeah. I, I'm thinking. Talking about, his talking about his I, I, I have an idea. I hope you're all listening. Everyone. <laughs> not, it shouldn't be called "This is Happening." It should be called "This is Drinking." <laughs> you really should. Thank you. Thank you it's for correcting us. Yes. I know. It's like it's like 20 minutes later. It's like, wait a minute. I only hear the host. Where's the guest? Splat. <laughs> I did. I did. And, and, and people know this. It's, it's a very it's a very famous podcast that I did. It's called Drinking Bros, <coughs> and um, and I might have misunderstood the concept because you're meant to like drink when you get there. Right. But I drank all day long. <laughs> so when so I got there, right. I was blackout drunk, and, I, and no. I, I'm like there, and I no, that was a complete mistake. It just happened, you know, life Whoa. happens. So I drank, I drank too much, and I I got there, and and this is this is the battle of me of like, oh, live in the moment and like enjoy. So I was like with all these amazing people where I was like. Having an amazing impromptu day drinking, right. and then, oh, I have something I have to get to. <laughs> the logical thing would be, don't bother going, right. because you're you gonna be a blackout drunk mess. Right. Right. But but me being the dancer performer, invincible. I was like performer. I was like I have to go. So I like go there, and I like I'm just like blackout drunk, and I like I, at the beginning of the story I tell like. Um, they asked me about Slinky, so I get really emotional and tell the whole no, story. No, Slinky was how old when he or she died? Five. Was a real they young? Really young. They can live up. Like, they can live like at, to forty. Uh, at Heathrow Heath Airport, it was. A fire. Yeah. 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 We won't go into that. We won't go into. <laughs> okay, we don't okay. want Georgie to cry again. She <laughs> <laughs> cried in the last podcast. Um, so That's no. True. I've but it was like. Yes. Yeah. A beautiful song. <laughs> But like I, I got there and I told that story and then I realized I was like, oh my God, I need to not be here. So I just stood up and I just walked out. And then the next day I came in to see the guys to like apologize for everything. I right. came in with my fucking tail or fake penis between my legs, whatever it was. And I was like, Python. <laughs> I was like, I'm really, like, I'm really sorry guys. Like I like, I, 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 I like, and this never happens because I have a big rule that like, Work comes before play, like drinking and everything. Like You're a pro. I can do it, and I'll be a pro. You're a super if pro. it affects any it. any work, yeah. I will never drink again. This right. was the first time that I was like, fuck, I like fucked up, and I was like, I was bored. Right. So. I cried nonstop, like all night. Like no, once I once I woke so. up after blacking out, um, I was like really really mortified with myself. But I came back and I fixed it, and then 
um, they brought me back for my redemption episode uh, on drinking see? bros. But I think that like this would be hilarious if it was called This Is Drinking. Well, right or now... Or This Is Happening Whilst Drinking. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is, usually. I mean, or often, often, we're <laughs> having, yeah. often we're enjoying so a lovely champagne or whilst drinking. But this is hardcore drinking. But I love absolute no, vodka I, for like, Pride Month. The, the Thank point, you, absolute. The point of all of like all of this is is introducing really amazing, talented, interesting, intelligent people that have yeah. an amazing yes, have an amazing journey. Yeah, have done so much. You might know about them, you might not, but people that's a concept people are gonna hear about them. And 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 I love it because I want everyone to educate themselves on real talented people, not fucking Kardashians. My recent my recent wastrel drug addict boyfriend was very inspired by this podcast because he was like, Oh, people are doing things with their life. I love hearing about people's journeys. It's like, yes, that's my concept. Thanks. Is, Please get out of my is, life. Is, He's gone. <laughs> now you go away. <laughs> but it isn't like that. Like, so I, he, I, he is out of my life. I'm not Bye. like. I don't live. You know who you are. Like, um, Bye. I'm very like I'm very um, and uh, like Eric does it for yourself and he does it for me. Mm. He always mentions our achievements and stuff and it's stuff that I forget you because completely forget. because I'm like. No, like, where's my next fucking job? What am I, I have doing to tell you next? That's what's important, and I love that he brings that stuff up. I but like, I do fucking adore you, and I love collaborating with you, and I love, I truly, truly love. I'm so grateful, Thank David Drumgold. I, I have do. to tell I you though, in the same category of speaking you. of you, reminding me to keep that talent light Inca whatever icon on my tableau of identity. My sister, and this was 2001 or two, who's four years older than me and was always the protector and because she was just enough older than me to take care of me, mm-hmm. you know, change my diapers, blah, blah, blah. So she still really is protective. Yeah. And we were sitting just like third day, which is normally by the time you have to get away from your family when you don't live she's there. She's <laughs> super lovely. I yeah, she's her. a sweetheart. Yeah. Day three, you know, because day three, Gay Duggins, Gay four, everybody, day four, everybody starts trying to tell you how to live their lives and your life. But not with my sister. And yeah. she's like sitting there, she goes, for, for whatever reason, because we always do that, I love you, no, I love you more, no, I love you this big, no, I love you this big, and, and then it becomes so big that you have to clap your hands behind you. Oh, I love ah, that! That's how oh. we normally lead each other. And, kids, and oh. it was a quiet, just an, a moment at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And We've had goes, a day of love, <clears throat> people. Really and she happy. said, do you know why, what I admire about you most? And I was like, actually, I don't. It's not something I think about. She goes, everything, everything. She goes, forget about making money and fame. But everything that you said you were going to do as a 10-year-old to a teenager, you've done it. Yeah. You lived abroad. That makes me cry. And A, B, C, D. And you, like, no, but this is relating to that. You don't take time to look at that. You're so busy accruing. Doing the next thing. Next experience. Next experience. Reminding you. She was reminding me. Of your Your ambitions. Yes, ambitions and values. You have done it. And be proud that you've done it. Yeah. My daddy does that for me. Yeah, and my, my sister. So my dad and my my mom, like they're just very, they're very different. And like my mom's like always been like yeah. the person I've worshipped and everything. Yeah. And my dad's always just been the coolest fucking dude of life. Yeah. But so my cool. whenever like I'm going through my down points because moving to LA and recently I had to renew my visa and everything and I was like, why am I paying so much money and working so hard? to stay in a country that hasn't been that kind to me. Even though I've had like a lot of amazing experiences, mm-hmm. I've done amazing things here, it, there's been a lot of fucking crazy, fucked up shit that I've been through since I've been you, here. You came to the US for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but my dad, like when I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, why do I make my life so hard? I've had so many people that are like, you know, men that have been like, oh, I can give you this, yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, this, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I've been yeah. like, no, mate, because you're going to want to control me. I want to yeah, do my, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so I've said yeah. no to many easy routes. I've always done it my and way. And they were never going to be easy. I did it my way. way. But yeah. you wouldn't have liked yourself when you were looking no, in the mirror. No, I wouldn't. Right. I even, wouldn't. even at 57, I think of like the smack on the ass, the pinch on the cheek, the this is what I can offer you, tweak, love, nip. I can remember being at dinner with someone, and this was our first date. I wasn't, I wasn't there thinking I was 
going to get something from it other than actually liking this person. And I went to one of the sides. We had like a, a, a main course, you know, protein and like some of greens. And then you have some, you know, potatoes or what have you, this, that, and the other that you were sharing, we were sharing together. And I, I think I was like 26, 27 at my, you know, one of my heights of beauty because there's different parts of beauty in one's life. And I can remember being still beautiful, still beautiful. beautiful. Having my hands smacked, and I was just like, "Oh, what smacks? You, did you really did you, just smack my did hand?" Did you smack me when I went to uh, reach no for more French fries? When I have a twenty-seven-inch waist at this point, yeah. And you're what? Why you? Well, I would yeah. never ever do that. Even as an older person, I would never. I want someone in my life. To watch them evolve, there may be uh, uh, well, opinion and and I and can't imagine thing. being at a table where that something is there that I would discourage someone from well, having. Even if it's I, a I discipline of diet, you, know, you can always exercise a little more. You don't not on a first, especially yeah. on a first on fucking day. Are you kidding me? No, well, you, you, you were right. Huge tonight. landowner like, in London, and uh, the only reason why I spent the night that night really was I didn't feel like going home, and it was a marvelous uh, brown like, Labrador. No, and you're like, but you're like, but you're also like Earl of Earl of Grey, Earl of Grey, Earl Earl Grey tea, Earl of Grey tea with me. But you also. I like, because I do stuff like this. I'm like, I should walk away from the situation and like, no, the way you treated me, I deserve to stay in your nice apartment for the evening. It's not even staying in the nice apartment for the evening. It was a combination of giving it a chance. Also, yes, I, I guess it was, yes. No, that's, <laughs> because it was like this massive fork. And I do, I, do the, I, do that, <laughs> I do that stuff to myself. But no, my dad always reminds me, and I like. Oh, and then the so I was like, oh well, forget it. And I, I, I cry about it. Like every time I think about it, my like my dad, like he knows I've told him all the time, so I don't need to keep preaching. Right. To him. But my dad always tells me whenever I'm down the dumps, and I'm like, fuck, I can't pay my rent. I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I working so hard? I could have had that, and I'm like doing this, whatever. Yeah, no. My dad always goes, Georgie, like, no one at your age has done what you've done. Okay. Exactly. It reminds me because I like what I live in the future. I never live in the like. I never go like, oh, I, I was this one day. I was on. Bring on, but, on, on. And, and, and he always like, reminds don't me. Even know that, yeah, a lot of my friends don't know because I don't tell anyone. Broadcast I never do. I, I, the only reason why it's come up lately is because I've had to tell my life to people or put it in PR things. Yeah. You just forget stuff. Well, that's the same with us. Like, you live I, it. I, like, like, I need a bio from Georgie. Like, yeah. Like, get a bio so we can do the thing with Georgie. I remember, friends, like, you know, Don Paul like, did it. Don Paul, like, Don Paul and I, like, connected. And then yeah. we did that. And then we hung out. And he took me to, like, all my, like, my the people that I call God in Chatsworth, which is, you know, well, where Marilyn was Radio, with uh, yeah. Frank Sinatra. And then there was Fred Asset, Adele Asset, Ginger Rogers. Roy Rogers, who my lizard is named after, you oh. know. Although so we had this magical day. Do you, do you have a lot of pets? Huh? Do you have a like of discovery? Oh, and I have two cats? cats here, but back home I have a cat and a lizard and a tortoise. Ooh. And I have my snake. I love you. Right. But my snake lives with me now. It sits next to me on my my bedside table. It sits next to me and looks at me every day. His ashes. But, um, but like, afterwards, like, Tom was like, oh, I decided to just Google your name. And he, like, it was like... Shocked, he was like, I can't believe that like you, like you spent the day with us with all this stuff that you've done. You never uh, mentioned uh, anything. Uh, I'm like, because it's people. It's like, you want to have it. You want to have a shared, intimate, and peace uh, like, experience. What you're talking about is like this guy Don Paul who lived in the, uh, gosh, Franklin Village, like in the Hollywood no, Tower. Now. Yeah, no, no, this. Uh, I'm forgetting the name of the building, but it's very Where? beautiful. But in, right by Franklin. But it, no, but the, it doesn't even matter about a, that. But the point is, the point is, like, but someone I, I don't live in the past. For a very long but time. Sometimes you have to give yourself credit for what you've for been what you've through been and what you've done. And survived. Done. And the only thing, the only time that I do check into that is when something other fucked up goes, and I think the world's ending, and I'm like, fuck. And then I go, oh, Georgie, look at what you've already been through. Well, this is you where can I, handle at, this. At you've this got, you've now, got that empowerment. At this point now, this is where I am because there's. It, the, the, the ultimate equation is if it's not killing me or putting me in jail it ain't that bad yeah 
So yeah. go and have a cocktail and get it with friends and go home and then deal with whatever it is and speak your truth and deal with it and seek for solution. Stop wallowing in the madness because you're taking away from your life joy. You know, and, and that's, that's thank, a perfect, you. thank you. That's, that's a perfect exactly end. Right. We put that, yeah, I don't we're, know what topic we're, we're, we're on. About to like end, we're about to end. I just want to thank you for that. And also thank Georgie, you know, because, uh, you know, I've talked about this and this is happening. Like, I'm sorry. I, I've had some really bad relationships that people, <laughs> people that have treated wait, wait, wait. me really terribly and... We're very good about relationships. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and we all share that experience. But, like, both of you have really, like, helped me through things that have been painful. I really want to just finish this now. So, thank you He's getting teary-eyed. You can't see uh, us. You know what? Yeah, it's just a moment. It's a little moment. And, uh, and if, we love you if all. If someone was capturing it... If Brandon Rogers, someone was capturing it, then maybe I'd win an award for it, and maybe I will. No, and, and, and um, to end on that, you, like everyone that's listening, mm-hmm. whatever you're going through, you can get through it. We love you. You can do it. You can get through it. It, it sucks. Better. It's better. annoying, but then you connect have great things. There's beautiful things, yeah, and there's beautiful people. humans out there, and that's why we yeah, are let, sharing these beautiful humans. Let hope be your guide. Yes, yeah. and love surround you. Totally. Thank you. Goodbye. It was wonderful. Hope you loved it. Mm.